Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. We've missed you. Oh. It's been a weird summer. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm Joe. This is Robbie. Hey, what's up? Uh, So Gabe's out this week, and we're just going to roll with it. And we've got Switcher. We've got... There's Robbie taking a sip Mm. of coffee. You're on this one. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There you go. Cheers. (laughs) Welcome. If you're not watching over on YouTube, you're missing out on some quality content. I know, the next phase, quality. the next phase of this is I want to have a laptop ran into where, as we're talking about stories, we can cut to you can the get article. Chromebook pretty easily with that. Yeah, well, nineteen sixteen by nine. Make sure it's one yep. of those. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, we're rocking and rolling. Uh, there is a crew outside, pressure washing, mm, sandblasting, sandblasting yeah. the side of our building, and. We didn't realize it until we were about ready to start rolling, but because of the drop ceilings in this building, yeah, the and, they're, and they're hitting the top part of the building, so coming it's coming around. Yeah. I so didn't. if you hear that, that's I, I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think, think so. They will. These mics do such a good job. Of, yeah, it's kind of picking up like right here. Yeah, and that's all. But yeah, it's um, I can't hear it now. And it, we need to get a photo. I'll drop a photo in. We'll get a photo of the dungeon. Our windows. Get, get the dungeon and get the outside of what's happening. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We'll drop them both in. Grossness that's the, going on. The, uh, the windows in our office are boarded up. We're ready for the hurricane. So we, we, are, we are sitting in the dark working. It's been lots of fun. Trying to light it. It is but nice for the golf simulator. It's very nice. But the but, golf simulator you know, when looks we, awesome. When we do that, we normally like make the choice to... Black things we'll out, and it then out we, for a few minutes, and then we take them down. Yeah. Not the case right now. Yeah, I was. I, I had some uh, blackout roll curtains in my Amazon cart. I was just going to buy them. Yeah, bring them to the office, and and they mount outside the window and right. drop right, you know, flush. They're like hey, these are going to be perfect. It's going to be awesome. Don't need them now. No, so, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We're. Just, uh, uh, I wish I could say it was going to be done like next week, but mm, the pace they're going, they're it's going to be a minute. They're going quite quite slow. Uh so yeah, it's been uh, it's been a just a, just a weird week, uh, but we did get a unboxing uh, captured and put out. Eh, not really an unboxing, actually. It's kind of more of a quick unboxing. It's a new like hybrid video impressions review video. Yeah, new kind of thing <laughs> we're trying. So yeah, the idea here being instead of um, you know doing unboxing on on a device that 
other than its its price and like being surprised for how good it is for the money it doesn't have a lot of like standout features yeah. it's not like wow guys you got to see this new thing yeah like, just it's yeah. just a chromebook so uh you know we're trying a new thing where for devices like that instead of getting kind of caught up and trying to do like a full review process and like all that stuff like let's let's get i can get make those impressions pretty quick it's yeah. no different than anybody else on the internet that, that reviews phones on a daily basis being able to pretty quickly know yeah good bad you know here's the good stuff here's the bad stuff i got hair in my nose or something um and so you know, we're trying to be like, okay, well, we can show the unboxing. Unboxings aren't that interesting anymore. Yeah, most but. most Chromebook unboxings are uh, uneventful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a brown box ninety percent cord in the Chromebook, yeah. you know, and then a couple pieces of paper. So um, we wanted to kind of get away from, like, highlighting the unboxing part of it because what people, I think, watch unboxing videos for is, like, what's your initial, like, ooh, what's your reaction to that thing? Um, and so it's like, well, if we can get that initial reaction – you know, still be early enough in the time that we've had it to the, for it to be an initial reaction, but also to be able to say, look, I can tell you whether or not to go purchase this yeah. thing now. Like, yeah. I don't need to spend two more weeks daily driving it or whatever. And there are going to be big Chromebook releases that we we have to do that sure. with that are that are changing something, the Dragonfly Pro or some of these gaming Spend Chromebooks. extra like, time on those and really go through the whole process. Right. Get all the extra B-roll and think through, right. yeah, uh, but, some of these... <laughs> some of these uh, Hundred and well, on sale for one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Yeah, it's been on sale twice in a month. So it's been available for a month. Yeah, um, you know, it's one hundred and sixty nine bucks right now. Still, as we're as we're doing this, uh, it's three nineteen normally. At yeah. three nineteen, it's even less like exceptional because at three nineteen, it's like yeah. it's it's fine for that price. That's fine. But I would just it's yeah. been on sale enough already. I would tell you, don't even think about buying it at at MSRP. Just that uh, whole value proposition we always talk about. Price changes yeah. things. It yeah, changes it, the way you look at it. Changes the way you kind of think about a device. And, and usually, if a device drops to that, you just freely assume it's flimsy. You assume the keyboard's going to be mushy. You assume the screen's going to be bad. You assume the processor's going to be slow. There's not going to be much RAM and no storage. Yeah. Like, those are the things you just... That's what's going to yeah. happen here. Um, and it undoes most of those things. Now, some of them, it's only got 64 gigs of storage. That's pushing it. You, I, I, I don't ever feel the need to expand it because I don't store stuff on my Chromebook. Right. That's not a thing I do, but people do. Uh, it's got an SD card slot to help with that, but it's only got four gigs of RAM, and you feel that. Um, and it does have a more entry-level processor. So it's the Companio 520 that basically succeeds the Companio 500, or as we used to call it, the MT8183 that was in the original uh, Lenovo Chromebook Duet. Mm-hmm. And so... <clears throat> The uh, the step up here is noticeable. So pushing a 1080p screen, it, it does move faster. If you stay locked on one or two tasks, you don't really notice it much. The minute you start going to do a bunch of multitasking and multiple virtual desks, it does output 1080p as well. So you could hook it which, to a yeah. secondary screen, which only kind of enhances uh, <laughs> the, the knowledge that you're using yeah. a very low-end processor. Yeah. But um, at least you could do it. You can. Like, for if, like, for, you for a presentation to. or something. Right. You know, right. yeah. If you need to just push to one screen just, for something. You know, that original duet, you couldn't. Just couldn't yeah. do it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't push 1080p. And so um, that was partly like one of the frustrating things about that device. But... You know, don't expect like some mammoth improvement in you know performance. Like it's not you're not gonna pick this thing up and be like, wow, it's so fast. <laughs> it's not, um, but it's not as slow. Like the the original Duet has gotten kind of painful to use. Uh, my kids still have it, and when I have to do something on it, I'm like, wow, holy moly! Yeah. Like uh, the the web and you know tech just moves on. Like software asks more of the hardware as time goes yeah. by because they're like, well, we can get away with this. Let's let's push into this a little bit more. So you know, the hardware does have to keep up and 
that device is what were the, is getting what, on what, were this, what was the ram on that original duet four four yeah yeah so it's four four 128 i think yeah. um so yeah the eight gigs of ram would help a little bit but not a ton uh, and there might be a version of it that comes out with eight gigs but for right now slim three is 464 companion 520 but the big win here like as long as you understand that going in like this is a thing like browse facebook you know right. check your email do some stuff around the house let a kid use it for schoolwork, that kind of stuff. As long as you know that going in, the other upsides are really interesting. So it's slim. It should be. It's called slim. You know, if it'd be it weird was, if it was if all it, chunky. If it was some big, thick Chromebook. Five pounds. But, I mean, Chromebook thick. names, I wouldn't yeah, be, they'd be like, I don't horribly know. We, surprised. Why'd you call it slim? Well, I, don't, I don't know. Well, we had that skew, and then we were... <laughs> There's this guy working on it. He always just goes by slim. Yeah. He's a big, tall dude. And I don't know. So he just, we're like, let's name we it just, after slim. We just rolled with that. Yeah, that makes sense, right, yeah. everybody? Everybody understand that? Yeah. Is, it, is it clear marketing? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, I wrote a post. Well, I'll try to remember to put that in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, Chromebook, Chromebook X maybe can save some Chromebook names, yeah. possibly. But uh, the... Um, the build is nice, and it's not the, like the slimmest Chromebook I've ever used, but it is. It doesn't feel big. Uh, it's all plastic, but it's firm. Like it actually feels firm, yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. So I don't know if they like reinforced it with like aluminum or something yeah. inside. I don't know. I don't know what they did, but I love it. I love that. And a well, cheap and just Chromebook. like some of the, like in the video, you can see. I mean, you're holding it from the from very corner. Edge. Yeah, it's a 14 yeah. inch Chromebook, and right. it's not like bendy and like you push yeah. on the keyboard and it's barely moving. I'm like. It's, Man, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what they did here, but did something. Kudos, like that's everyone needs to be doing this. Uh, and, and part of that, uh, the firmness of the bottom part of the chassis helps with the keyboard, and it's a good keyboard. Like it's not backlit, but Lenovo tends to make pretty good keyboards, and this isn't their best, but it's way better than most three hundred dollar Chromebooks have. I mean, it just feels great to type on. Um, I typed quite a few posts on it actually. Um, the trackpad's plastic, but it's pretty wide spacious stay smooth like the new mylar and different plastics they're using for trackpads most companies have started to get this right like they back in the day used to you know if it was the least bit humid if it was a plastic trackpad like your finger would stick as it mm, slid across right. kind of like yep. this table feels yep. right now like it's that's not a good experience trying to navigate fine points on a, on a screen uh, not not a problem never had to like wipe it off to get it you know feeling smooth again so uh, good there um and then the screen is excellent for a Chromebook this price. And it follows kind of in the, the Flex 3i, kind of that, that what they did. We saw that in Vegas, 300-nit screen. It looks really good, great viewing angles, same thing. Uh, matte finish, touchscreen, 300-nits, and it looks like the colors. I'm you know slightly color deficient, and so when there's extra color, like I just notice it. Like I see it because it the image feels more like I always want images mm-hmm. to feel. Like I, I understand that most things look a little dull to me you know and and so when it doesn't look dull i'm like oh i bet this is really mm-hmm. vivid for like somebody that can see all the colors so and, and you said it in the video are like the way we edit things it's fairly saturated it it look good yeah like camera a lot of times like we have a we have a lot of contrast in in my editing post-production stuff so like it always makes even a crappy screen look decent. Yeah, I'll talk about know? it being crappy. Yeah. I'm watching the video back. I'm yeah, like, it looks actually good. It looks <laughs> so much better than what it really looks like. It but like, like photos that. tend to, I don't know what, I don't, I don't, I don't know the the color science here. But yeah. like, I'm not a, a, and I don't, I don't edit our our uh, photos heavily. Like I shoot them raw and I do like basic editing on them. Right. But like photos, you can always tell 
a crappy screen versus a good screen. And so, like, yeah. our, our thumbnail, like, you can really yeah, kind of like, tell. It feels on like this you have one. to work harder on the ones with bad right. screens. To well, even hold get on. Let's get the angle because, like, the you ended up using the off angle for the actual article. Yeah. And you can tell it yeah. looks fantastic off angle. Yep. And normally on those cheaper, lower, oh yeah, you know, end devices, we've got to really finagle and tilt the screen, nits. turn the brightness all the way yeah. up. You know, yeah. So it like reflects all over. And so the anti glare mixed with a three hundred nit screen, mixed with the just quality of the display. I mean, it's it's shockingly good. Like yeah. for a for a cheap Chromebook, like I don't think in that price range, especially if we're talking one hundred seventy bucks, there's nothing even close that, that what was the what was the old what was the older um lenovo that had dropped down to like 170 or 180 there for a little bit and some of their like i think it's the older flex threes it might have been um, the older flex yeah and those did not have really high quality screens on them. Yeah. like this is a new thing i think that they're moving into yeah. lenovo's good screens always went to like their tablets like mm-hmm. that's one thing lenovo's always done is yeah. they figured out with both all three of the duets that they've made how to make sure that the the build quality was good, the the device feels good in your hand, it's thin, it's attractive, and they all have good screens on them. Um, way better than what you would get in that class normally uh, of Chromebook. And so it feels like they went, oh, we should do that for our the clamshells <laughs> yeah. and the convertibles too. Like let's let's bring this over and like they need to set that precedent. And as long as they do that stuff, people like us are going to say, look, if you're going to buy a cheaper Chromebook, go buy this one. Yeah. Like you're going to be more happy with this device. Even if it's a little bit slower than something else with a sure. poor screen, flimsy build quality, and bad keyboard, yep. like you have to weigh all those things when you're looking for a deal. Right. You know, you have to decide. And I'm telling you, if you get a good screen and a good keyboard, it really does affect the end user experience on on affordable devices. Well, yeah, and especially like with the performance shortcomings here, you can, like you said, like you can kind of adjust your use and, right. and don't have 30 tabs open right. like, like you know it's, it's not like it's unusable right like it's not like i was like oh God, for most people it's probably gonna be thing. fine They're probably not gonna worry about it yeah. but you know when you come from you know i'm using all sorts of different chromebooks and with this chromebook in particular like for uh, something i took like yesterday when i was out of the office in the morning i took the hp dragonfly pro with me which i think i'm gonna write a piece about that and just it's been a little while since I've used it, and using it yesterday, I was like, holy, yeah. Yeah. this thing is so nice. I kind of forgot. Um, but then I went from that to using the Lenovo for something, and that's a stark difference, obviously, yeah. Yeah. in performance abilities, but it wasn't like I went from this one thing to this this thing that's so slow that I just can't stand even opening it. Like, it's still like, nah, it's okay. You know, it reminds me a lot. The experience using this reminds me so much of the uh, Acer, um, shoot, I think it was just 514. It had the 828 in it. Yeah. Um, or 13. 513? I don't remember. I think it's it a 14. I think that's a 14-inch device. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, because they made multiple 514s, and so this was just another one of those. But it was a clamshell. It had a nice glass trackpad on it um, and a decent keyboard mostly like aluminum lid i think or something like that but it had the companion 828 in it super good battery life which this this device obviously gets awesome like 13 14 hours of battery too so the, the lenovo we're talking about but the acer you know had this crazy long battery life really thin form factor and good enough performance like you slap the screen that's on this lenovo on that acer and i'm like man you're talking about some like perfection going mm-hmm. on here uh but you know i get a lot of those same vibes from it like sure I don't go into it expecting it to just blow my mind with its speed. 
and then I'm not disappointed by it, and I'm just delighted with the screen and the keyboard and all that stuff. So, kudos to Lenovo for you know doing this in this space. Next next week, guys. Next time around, let's work on those names a little bit. I still can't tell you for sure. I've looked it up. It's not even on the box, by the way. The retail packaging doesn't have the actual name that they want to call it. Sure, so of course. It is a combination of uh, Lenovo and a Chromebook, and then there's IdeaPad in there. Um, Slim, Slim 3. three. Yeah. I think it's the Lenovo IdeaPad Chromebook Slim 3. Mm-hmm. But I always want to say Slim 3 Chromebook, or I want, I want to say Lenovo Chromebook, but it's no, it's IdeaPad Chromebook Slim 3. That's too many words. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah. If anything should just, just Lenovo should, Slim Three Chromebook. If anything should, yeah, just Chromebook should always just maybe come last. Maybe blah 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 know. Chromebook. Don't care if that's what <laughs> you, want. you know. And I think that's you know we we talked about well no we didn't talk about the naming conventions. I wrote that. Since I think I we've time. like mentioned it on the show before, but well, yeah, we talked about like Chromebook X and yeah. and Chromebook Plus and what that's what that's all going to mean. Hopefully and, they'll be able to rein it in a little bit, but yeah, because if you think about Chromebook names in general. I think we're, we've talked enough about the Slim. We can probably move yeah. on, right? Well, one other quick thing okay. before we move on to names. Uh, this device, I think, well, when we posted the video this morning, still on sale. Still on sale, 169 Again, it's been, on, it's been more on sale than not. Yeah. Um, it's only been at MSRP for like a week and a half, maybe 10 full days since it's been available. So right. don't buy it at MSRP right. um, based on that trend. But um, a few other great sales happening over on Best Buy and you wrote an article about uh, Prime Day and like everybody you know is out searching for Prime Day deals well Best Buy slid in their own little uh, their uh, Black Friday in July Um, yeah it came out actually the day before Prime Day started uh, and they had like I think they had 10 total and then we we featured 7 I think on the post I did because 3 of them that were were older Chromebooks and I'm like even at a deal don't buy that like there's no sense in buying a three-year-old Chromebook just because it's a little bit of a deal. There's too many good deals on devices like we just talked about that have AUEs now for eight years pushed out from now. There's no sense in doing that. But Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The, the deals it did have were excellent deals. Yeah. Like, they're some of the best deals. They're, they either match the mm-hmm. best deals we've seen or they're better than what we've seen previously. And they're all at the same time. $200 really awesome. off on several devices. Yeah. So, I mean, you had like the uh, 516G, yep. 200 bucks off, I think. So, that takes it down to what, 450 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which for 450 that's another one of those devices that I'm like, the pieces all just worked out with that one. Like, yeah, if you're looking for a convertible or you're looking for something really small, super lightweight, you know. Okay. It's lighter than it looks. I'll tell you that. Firm chassis, great mm-hmm. speakers, awesome mm-hmm. keyboard, great trackpad, gorgeous screen, 120 hertz, super fast internals. Like I love that Chromebook. It's one of the ones that when I'm not using anything else, I usually will reach for it. I just I really enjoy that Chromebook yeah. a lot. Um, so 200 bucks off of it. The standard, the now standard uh, Duet Three <laughs> deal what was it 120 Ongoing. off? I think yeah, or something like that. I don't know. It's a, a good chunk of change off of it. Uh, and it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, don't buy that one in MSRP yeah, either. No. Like it's wait it for it. Go it'll on go on sale, sale. eventually. God, yep. It's going on sale a yep. lot. Um, there was another Acer. 
that I shared yesterday. I can't remember which one. Yeah, that was one of the smaller ones that I was like, I don't know that, you know, it, it it's a say, it's sale is aggressive. I, and if you need a convertible, have to have a convertible, I'd say get that. But for the price, I would say go get the Lenovo instead yeah. uh, if, if you don't need a convertible device. Um, I'm trying to think what was the other... Because the I know the 714, the Spin 714, and the HP X360, both those sales yeah. in a way, uh, and the HP is still one that I kind of, you know, we did our unboxing on it, and I'm back and forth of whether I want to even do a review. Like <laughs> I, I'm a little let down yeah. by how flimsy the bottom portion of that Chromebook is. I don't I don't know if a $169 Chromebook can be firm and rigid. This one can't be too, and it seems a little ridiculous to me. And the 250 nit screen, I'm just like. I, those things, I don't care how pretty the device is. I know it's got a fingerprint scanner, and yeah. you know it does have. It looks good on a desk. It does a sixteen by ten screen that's, and all that stuff's yeah. great. But if that's how you're going to sit and use it. Maybe it, it is. Maybe I don't know. But those you. are those are things I don't I don't love to see. But the yeah. seven fourteen, the new seven fourteen was on sale too. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore. Um, I don't know. What we're is, we're going to link it in the description. Yeah. So go check it and see. Yeah. Um, you know there there were just great deals. Yeah, they're really great deals. But just like ongoing. Um, it seems like Best Buy has clear listings. <laughs> like Amazon is like this wild, wild west of, and of their listings. Good. Yeah, so and the deals I, weren't I great. Up, yeah. I looked up. I looked up the best deals I could find, and they were all on super old devices that were very incorrectly labeled a lot of times. So, so sellers will put like new twenty twenty three, blah blah blah, and it's literally a Chromebook that came out in twenty twenty. And so people buy it thinking they're buying a new Chromebook, and then they get yeah. it, and it has five years of legitimacy left on it. And yeah. it's like. Not good. You know, AUE at eight years is probably enough for Chromebooks, but when people are buying two and three year old devices, thinking they're buying a brand new device, that's like that's it's, it's pretty shady, uh, and it's a lot of that on Amazon. Yeah. And then the the deals weren't even that good on the ones they did have. Uh, they ended up having the better deal on like uh, Pixel Buds and the Pixel Watch. They had oh, really yeah, aggressive yeah. deals there. Those were uh, nice. By twenty or thirty bucks, they were beating Amazon on or was, beating Best Buy on. The, what was the uh, the Pixel Buds Pro? They were. 130 one yeah so that's that's pretty that's solid pretty, yeah that's legit um those were and then the pixel watch was all the way down to 250 yeah so they took a full that's 100 bucks off solid too yeah and so i mean it, that was good and then the the lte pixel watch was like 189 so it was even 110 dollars off the lte model so yeah. those were aggressive for sure but for chromebooks the chromebook deals were not great on amazon but they were awesome at best buy and so mm-hmm. You know, thanks Prime Day yeah. for making it, making Best Buy Make, making, put those deals out there because yeah. a lot of people looks like took advantage of them, uh, yeah. and that's good because there's yeah. some good there was there, great really good quality deals. devices at very good prices. So yeah. that was like it's it's cool when good. they have. I love seeing those deals on the devices that I'm eager to uh, tell people to go buy. Sure, I don't love deals. I don't love putting out deal posts on just whatever a Chromebook it's like something that's on sale yeah just because it's on sale it's like I guess I mean I guess it's fine but I love yeah. I get excited about telling people like oh my god this that's this like, one is so great you need to go buy yeah. this like I, I, those are the type of deals that we yeah. want to be sharing right. with people curated almost you know like yeah. if we share something especially if you're subscribed to our, our deals newsletter um, you know those are those are curated those are devices that we generally recommend like, I mean there's really really like yeah there, there's there's ones in there that you know, there might be, oh, well, there's this one little quirk with this one, so you got to know that going in, but it's a great price. And, right. you know, the value proposition, you know, is always something we consider. So, um, so yeah, shout out to Best Buy. Those were It was great. Those were and, solid. and they're still, I think they're still those four that I'm posting in the second one. Like, hey, there's still some deals going. 
Uh, I think they're I think they're still trucking on. Yeah. So back to Chromebook names, because <laughs> yeah. this is actually something that we had talked about. I mean, we had some conversations in in New York with some folks about <laughs> Chromebook yeah. names and, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was asked to us. Yeah. Uh, hey, about, what do you what all do think, think about Chromebook names? And I was like, well, well. <laughs> you're gonna give me the platform to be honest with you. I'll tell you. Um, yeah. And and it was it was a uh, shared. Uh, a shared feeling about mm-hmm. them between us and the folks we were talking with. And so, you know, I, I think uh, Google wants to do something about that. And, and I don't think it's, um, it's, it's suspiciously uh, um, convenient. Yeah. That Tied or Chromebook plus and yeah. X is, you know, correlated rolling out pretty soon. Like I think they can use that to start honing a little bit of that mm-hmm. uh, naming process. So, you know, when you think about a pixel book, pixel book, go pixel slate, and nowhere in those names is the word Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got me thinking just the other day. I was like, you know, when you think about a Windows laptop or uh, uh, a MacBook doesn't work because MacBook is the only thing they make and that's what they call it. But a Surface laptop is probably the best equa- equivalent here. Um, Microsoft doesn't say it's a Surface Windows laptop or Surface <laughs> Windows book. or yeah. what, You know, they don't right. feel the compulsion to say Chromebook or whatever. They don't feel a compulsion to say what it is. They just, they give it a name. And so, um, you know, I, from a marketing standpoint, I understand like you've got to figure something out with that. Um, and, and Google wants to market the name Chromebook. Um, but that's what it is. Um, and what's funny about the whole thing too, is that Chromebook, I think has more brand cash, um, than, than Chrome OS does. And so it'd be a whole different thing if laptop manufacturers could make a device. So it's the HP Dragonfly Pro. You buy it with Windows or you buy it with Chrome OS. Done. You know, and that's that would be the clear message. So I, I can brand a device. I can brand a line of devices and tell you what it is. You get to choose the operating system, you know, based on what you want out of it. That's really kind of what's happening. Uh, but the, I know manufacturers feel the need to put Chromebook in the device name. They do like, cause they need, they so, want to use that to differentiate. And it's like, yeah, it's unfortunate from a naming perspective because Chromebook's a lot of word, you know, to put in a device name, yeah. but Google never felt compelled to do it. Now granted Google doesn't make windows laptops either. So there's no confusion there. So yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Like I, I get it. It's tough, but because you're stuck saddled with feeling like you need to put Chromebook in the name of the device, that means you need to be ultra precise in how you go about naming the rest of it. And so kudos. Is, I was busting on <laughs> Lenovo just a minute ago. Yeah, not but kudos for Lenovo Chromebook Duet 3. Yeah. Chromebook Duet 5. Clean. That's not that bad. Still a long name because you got you had to cram Chromebook in there. Uh, I would love to see the day where it's just like Lenovo. So you make the Duet as a Windows thing and you... I'm not a product naming person, so I'm going to go with... Um, The du- duet pad knife. <laughs> knife. There we go. Knife is the name of this new brand uh, of laptop that you're going to go like this whole line. They're sharp. They and only clean. are Chromebooks. Okay. There's no Windows version. Lenovo Knife 3. You know, it, whatever the thing is, that's what you call it. And you train the consumer that that's your Chromebook line instead of creating the same line that you do with windows and then having to throw Chromebook on there, which makes the whole naming of it pretty clunky. That's a big step. 
Uh, and I don't know that that's where Chromebook X, Chromebook Plus is going to push things, but I do think it gives Google the ability and a little bit of leverage to say, hey, you got to name that better. That's a dumb name. Like, we wouldn't name our Chromebook that. You shouldn't either. Like, that's going to confuse buyers. They don't know what they're to, to do when they walk in and ask for Acer's latest 14-inch Chromebook. Well, which one do you want? The Spin <laughs> C14 Flip or the Spin, you know, like... Yep. And a consumer is just immediately going to go, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, I thought it was just a 14. I saw it in the paper. It was a 14 inch Chromebook. There's five of those. So which one are you talking about? Does it flip? Does it have, which processor does it have? Like you're losing people really, really quickly in the consumer space. So, you know, they need to get the names like honed down. And, and I think Google could just be, no, that, that name's not good enough. So you are free to release this without the Chromebook plus moniker on it. Go for it. Have right. fun. But if you if you do want this in that, you got to fix the name. Yeah. And and obviously the, uh, there's a, all the other stuff that goes with it. But it gives them that leverage because people are going. If this goes right, if this all works according to plan, you're going to have say you have the whole pile of Chromebooks. I think you'll have this kind of cream of the crop mm-hmm. version that's maybe a 15 percent of the total, maybe something like that. Uh, one or two maybe from each manufacturer, and that is all. And those are your Chromebook Pluses. Now, I think an Acer, Lenovo, or HP could all put out probably multiple Chromebook Plus devices. Mm-hmm. So you have one that is high-end with the biggest specs, but you also have a well-thought-out one that's you know for the more yeah. affordable segment, yep. and maybe one in between. And, right. and you can put out a, a foldable one, or you can put out one that's just a client. You can do all of those things. You Spend some time and think through how you're going to name it. Make sure that it, it meets Google standards. Um, for build quality and specs and put them out because if they're clearly named and people understand like they're going to go in there there's 15 HP Chromebooks to buy but there's three of them that are Chromebook Plus Plus. all the rest of them out I want one of these three so now you've clarified this for me I know I want one of these three big ones medium one small one or fastest one medium one slowest one or whatever the case may be and then it's much easier for the consumer to make the choice they buy it if this starts happening, then the next year that comes around, people are going to be like, well, like Acer looks at it and goes, well, we didn't make a Chromebook Plus last year, and we got stomped by HP in the space. You know, the consumer space is coming up. How do we How do we get in? How, we went into the Chromebook space. Fine, we'll name it, which Acer's names have been pretty good, uh, but we'll name it whatever you need, and we'll, we'll follow along to get into this space, and that gives Google just a little bit more leverage to kind of go, look, do it our way because we make Chromebooks better than anybody else. And they do. They, yeah. they just do. At what point are manufacturers only wanting to make plus devices because of this? Are, are, is there still room? Is there still like need for non-plus devices? I think where, non-plus, where do they fit I in? think non-plus devices end up being education and enterprise. Ones where they know they've got a carved out niche. They're going to make the device that's going to go to them and move on. Or like super cheap. Yeah, like crazy, crazy affordable. It's going to yeah. put it on sale all the time. Because yeah, the, the Slim 3 is a good example of a cheap device still being but well I could made. see I could see, um, I don't think the camera is high enough resolution on it, So, but I could see something like the Slim almost being close because they're going to um, like retroactively add Chromebook Plus to, you know, the, the Existing older models. inventory, yeah. Yeah, if they, if it fits in the, like, I know high re- camera resolution is one of the things. The the slim doesn't have that, but I feel like it has everything else. Yeah, like the attention to detail, the the way it's built feels really great, um, because it's not 
The, they're going to include already, we know for sure, like the N100 and 200 Alder Lake chips. It's not one of those chips, but, you know, I think it's less about um, super fast performance and it's about a good experience. Like that, that, and I know that's, that's a little subjective. You know, that's, you can't just put that on paper, but, if they just put stuff on paper, we're going to end up with devices. And we had this talk before with Chromebook X. Like, you're going to end up with devices that have no charm and aren't fun to use, that have blowout specs, but that doesn't equate to much yeah. uh, these days, especially. And so, you know, really thinking through what the, it, creating like a delightful user experience. And Google's very good at that. They really are. Like, with their hardware, um, you know, the, the slate was a miss in some ways, mainly because of the keyboard, to be honest with you. Like, the, just the keyboard trackpad case thing just wasn't great. They, they built the device, and then they were like, mm, we got to make a keyboard, dang crap. it. You know, they just didn't think through it. You what know? about the folio? Yeah. <laughs> How's that going to work? Well, I got it. We'll put round keys on there. Everybody will be like, yeah. whoa. Whoa, these they are They did cool. look cool. Uh, but, yeah, it just didn't last. I think both our cases have problems. and, and so I like, think it was it the... One of them enter key or like yeah, one of the keys just stopped working on it, the one that it I had started working again. And then I was like, Oh, I'll put this other one that we have on it. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. It doesn't even recognize it. And so, you yeah. know, but the tablet, you pick up the tablet and use oh, it. it's like, it's really nice. It's, pretty and it's saucy. got some of the best speakers I've ever heard on it. And like how they fit those in there. I have no idea. And so like Google thinks about those types of things. Yeah. They don't just think specs. And it's the reason the dragonfly pro we went in depth on that in the review. And we've talked about it on the podcast and all that kind of stuff. It's the reason that device feels different to use. It's because Google was not just a little involved. Google was heavily involved. Like HP went to them and said, help us build this Chromebook. And not that Chromebook X is going to do exactly that, but it's that type of thing. Like it's going to kind of force manufacturers to be like, okay, you know, yeah. here's this Chromebook. What do you think? And let Google say, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, <laughs> this sucks. Fix it. Yeah. Or, if you want plus. Or yeah. take plus off of it. That's yeah. fine. You right. know, and it's. I love it. I think it's a great way to, to do this if it works. Like if it if if the first batch of them are have that feel like they've been touched by Google a little bit, it will work. Yeah. Because uh, people will know. Like the, I'm not. Gonna, who cares what else is coming out? What five Chromebook Pluses you got? And I, I'll pick from those. Yeah. It's what people do with MacBooks. Mm-hmm. It's what a lot of people do with Windows nowadays. Like. There are a lot of people that buy Surface. Like, if anybody ever comes to me and says, I'm, I'm not too worried about the budget, but I have to have Windows, what should I get? Surface. Yeah. Right. I, I don't, you don't have to get the sentence out. Go yeah. buy a Surface device. Because right. it's the attention to details there. They have a team that cares deeply about the experience of using the device. Yeah. I've used Surface devices. They are great. Mm-hmm. If you like Windows, they're fantastic. And you don't have to worry about all the bloat. Like, it's, it's not just software. It's not just specs. It's the experience of using it. And yeah. so... You know, Chromebooks have had that in the past. It's, it, but it's just here, or there, um, and so I think that Chromebook Plus has the ability, maybe, <laughs> to corral this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to put cart oh, before the yeah. horse and say that it's it's going to work. We get ahead of ourselves here. But if it does work, yeah, and they could can be in, like inject the Google whatever it is, attention to details, really all it is. Yeah, uh, the Google attention to those types of things, to the experience, uh, into other manufacturers' Chromebooks. It, it could work. It yeah. really could. Uh, and it'll change pretty vastly the way the consumer part of the market goes. Yeah. And it needs it. Like consumers are very confused, I think, when it comes to Chromebooks. And 
sometimes we are too like you start looking <laughs> yeah, at models we, and i'm like <laughs> which uh, one is that is that the is that the hold on which hold on which year Look, was that made and like and it's confusing which processor is that one yeah oh and yeah that's just the naming part of it and so yeah i mean yeah. there's room for growth here and i think it just it's a consolidation move that hopefully hopefully works i can't wait to to find out like to hear like the official stuff to really know like here's what well, it's going to do here's how many people are on board already because yeah. hopefully they'll be able to say hey we're launching this thing with these five chromebooks yeah, are on board five ten devices and i'm back and forth whether or not like there's part of me it feels like google should this would be a perfect time for a new pixel book to come out in order to like just show like here's what we're talking about like in 2023 here's what we mean and build it purposefully not to be a spec beast which the pixel books never were anyway uh they were high-ish end but they weren't mind-blowing mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah i would love to see them make a pixel book with like an n-series celeron or something you know mm-hmm. or something or one of the MediaTek chips or mm-hmm. something and just you know don't try to blow anybody's mind with it just show how good of an experience you can make but it has on a realistic yeah. budget with attention to details great screen yeah all the stuff that makes great keyboard a great experience build. yeah uh and, and i'm excited to see how google um, positions all of this uh, and what sort of marketing they put towards this because if they don't market it it's if, a fail. if they don't if they don't put some serious dollars behind this it's, it's going to end up being like everything else it's got people are going to end up just getting more confused because now there's this other thing and well what about whenever I google Chromebook plus you want to know what comes up <laughs> Probably a video of us talking about the Samsung Chromebook Three Plus. Three pages of uh, the Samsung Chromebook Plus, which is, is a device that is out there. You could and still... It was a, and it was a big deal. Yeah. Like, it's not like it was a, just one another Chromebook that was released. Like, it no. was a huge deal. It and was Samsung put a lot of money behind that oh, one. Yeah, they, they had it on stage at CES the first year we went. It was, <laughs> we were like, what? What well, is this? <laughs> it, it, it made us think like every year, you know, they're going to have Chromebooks up here. Like we had nope. no idea of the anomaly that was. It was yeah. so bizarro uh, that they even included it. It's so weird. I think back now, I'm like, it's super weird actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Samsung was trying to be forward thinking at a time when there were 10 total consumer Chromebooks, maybe, you know, from the, over the last couple of years. And so, I mean, I remember because it was the code name was Kevin and they, it was named on minions. And, and like we, we wrote so many articles from the repositories about that one Chromebook because it was, it was this culmination of like all these new things mm-hmm. they were doing, like so many new things with one single Chromebook. And in some ways it succeeded in some ways it failed miserably uh it was not well thought out the processor was so slow so so slow to push all those pixels on that beautiful quad hd screen but it had a pen a stowable stylus um it, they did some uh, anti like um what do you call it resistance the, the, the on the trackpad but also it had the ability oleophobic to pro- or what is no, it no. it's uh where it resists your you know accidental clicks oh that kind of stuff yeah. but it also had Dang. some stuff where it could just sense when your hands got close that they had used on the pixel or the chromebook pixels like it was a bunch of stuff they threw a bunch of crap at this chromebook and it was like oh there's this oh there's this and there's this you know and it was like one thing after another and and it was for one chromebook that you know didn't completely execute i mean yeah. we went up to new york yeah for us another, another thing, thing that samsung put on yeah. and for this in the Chromebook Pro, and it's like it was so crazy we, and such a big deal. We and it's filmed like, up on that roof; that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's like 
all of that yeah. surrounding the name, name Chromebook Plus. And so mm-hmm. and that, yeah, I that'll mean, be hard to go, overcome. It's been a while. It's been 2017, so you're six years, but, six but, and a half I years mean, ago. I went incognito and oh, searched yeah. Chromebook Plus, and it's like They're going to have to spend that. money. And they need to get publishers on board to right. talk about it when they, they do it. Like, and, get and, press releases out, make sure that it's... You push all that that old stuff down, and this new stuff comes up to the top. And also a little bit, I think, too, of getting tech reviewers these devices, and you know, Google maybe even helping out with that a little bit. Yeah. You know, instead yeah. of just relying on manufacturers, because you know, I would say most of your you know bigger tech publications have a rep with Google sure. that that cover this stuff, and you know, they can help kind of get the corral the devices for you yeah. rather than you having to work with all these different people so like that could help a little bit too yep um so we'll just see i mean it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out uh what's the timing again they all. haven't they haven't said specifically no right. they've not said it. they've google has not actually said that any of this is real right <laughs> but i mean it's it is yeah so um so yeah, obviously, as we learn more, we will uh, continue writing about it and talking about it. Yeah, sure. I've been trying to keep up. I'm not seeing a lot now. Granted, they could have moved it; they could have changed uh-huh. now that it got out. Yeah, um, they might have changed some of the the way that they refer to it. So sure. until we find what that is, or if I mean, maybe they're not. I don't know. Yeah, um, it felt like they've... there was a lot there for a minute. It was, and all of a sudden, I looked the other day, and like most of the stuff, because CBX is kind of the way they internally refer to it. Um, not a whole lot since mm. uh, late June. And so I, I seriously doubt they just stopped. No, they They're probably, probably starting to refer to it as something else. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a way. I and mean, maybe I just need to search CBP. Ooh. They're going to yeah. change it to Chromebook Plus now since that's what it's called. Uh, I don't know. I need to do, do some, some more searching. Do some searching after this. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's switch gears and talk now. Uh, kind of get out of the, the Chromebook space for a minute. Talk about the device you have sitting on the table here. The yep. Fold. Old and fold. I see, and I see a, a a a nick in the case there on the yeah. very top. <laughs> Small one. It's more of a dent. Here, let's switch to that camera. You can maybe Which show one? it to the, the the main the, your this your one? camera. Yeah, yeah, there's no way you're gonna you're pick gonna, it up on that. Oh, the yeah. light, you might be able to see it right there. Yeah, right up in the corner. Whoopsie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I posted I posted about this. It was a round of golf uh, Sunday, just this last Sunday, so five days ago or something. Enough days to know that I didn't ruin the phone. Um, I didn't even hurt the phone at all, I don't think. Um, yeah, I had it. So I've got this clamp that it's magnetic that hooks to the golf cart. You this know, is the stuff. second time this has happened. You get, <laughs> I know. The first you got to figure this thing out. Well, dude. the first time I was just lazy with it. Since that happened, that was last year when it happened the first time. Yeah. It has not happened since with a regular smartphone. Yeah. And so I put this in the clamp uh, a couple rounds ago. And the way that the where it comes together there is kind of where the clamp wants to be grabbing. And so it's kind of weird. Cause it's used to probably kind of wrapping it around, kind of wraps around the front uh, of the phone. A regular and so phone, that yeah. puts it in a weird position where the folds happening here. Um, and so I, uh, I clamped it in, you know, and it felt plenty snug. Um, and then, uh, went around, went about my round and the idea is, you know, you have GPS or whatever on it, you know, with the app. And so I, at any hole, I can just go in, open it up real fast and, check see where that sand bunker is and yada yada because i you know you're still going to scope the hole and all that stuff but it's it's nice to see an overlay of the hole especially on a course you've not played before so i think it was hole 10 or 11 um hit my tee shot i go to take off and 
you know it. You know, when the phone drops, whether it falls out of your lap, you just, mm-hmm. there's like a sixth sense you got. <laughs> we're not granted this one's right here. And so when I took off, I just saw it. <laughs> like, bye. Had that moment of like, oh, oh no. And no. like a slow motion. And I'd look back and I see it just tumbling on asphalt. Now, if you think about a golf cart, <laughs> when where I had this thing up there, it's about five to five and a half feet off the ground. Normally, you drop a phone near two or three feet because it's right. from your pocket out, out of the chair. Or in a or chair or something, yeah. So, two to three foot is kind of your general drop. This is a pushing twice that. This. Um, and then I uh, I look back, I see it tumble just a second, and then it's face down. And I was just like... I mean, nothing on the screen that oh, I can tell. It's going to be cracked. Like, the screen's going to be It's going to be, be shattered. Because, I mean, it... Man, it hit hard. And so, I turn the cart around and I go pull up and I flip it over and I'm like, oh, okay. But the inside's definitely going to be busted. Like that, just the jolt of it is going to have done something. I open it up and it's fine. And then I look at it and I'm like, maybe it didn't hit the corner. Now I saw it rolling. Like what? I don't understand. And I finally find the little bitty nick on the corner of the case. And I'm like, <laughs> that looks like I could have like squeezed it against my keys or something. Yeah. Like it, that does not look indicative of what happened. Um, and so or I, even of course, the, even the uh, the backside here. After you told me what happened, I figured granted, this would be this all, is steel. Yeah. So, I, so but b- behind the 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 hinge, I thought it would be damaged. I, there's one little nick right there too. Yeah, there's some little scuffs. Now that I'm looking, there's a little scuff right there too, yeah. which there should be, but it's not shattered it or took, broken half. <laughs> it, took, it took, and it's not on the phone. Like I thought, I thought it would be uh, in two pieces. And we haven't done like Based the full review me. kind of stuff that we want to do on this thing yet. I've written some articles on it, and we did the unboxing. But obviously, I want to do. I don't even know if I want to call it a review. Like yeah, I just want just to like my time thoughts, with the fold. Yeah. Like here's where I'm at with this thing. Um, we haven't done any of that, and I'm like, oh my god, gonna have like to I've shattered it. Send know. that message to our rep. <laughs> and, and the reason I took it out there to begin with is, I the first round I played once I had this, I left it like in the bag and stuff, and I'm like, if I'm ever gonna use one of these phones, I've got to use this phone as if it's just a phone. I have to, like, I can't baby it. Now, if it were mine. I would be tempted to do that, but I'm like, I need to use this to review it. I've got to just use it as a phone. It's got to be in and out of my pocket all the time, on the table, face down sometimes. Like, I can't baby it. Um, and I don't feel like I have to anymore. Um, I, I'm pleasantly, oh, there's another neck there, um, pleasantly surprised both A, by the quality of the case. Yeah. This is the Google, official Google case on this thing, but by the quality of the case and then just, the resiliency of this phone. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm really shocked. Um, and again, I'm not saying go drop this thing and it's going to be fine. I'm not saying that. And it could be completely anecdotal. Like yeah. 10, 10 more drops. It could break nine times out of it. Yeah. You know, uh, but for whatever reason it didn't. And <laughs> I, I'm pleasantly surprised. Like there's, it's not like there's, Oh, I can tell there's something a little wrong with it. Like nothing. If I took this case off, you would never, ever know that this thing took that kind of drop and it was it was severe it was a very like severe on drop. asphalt too yeah i mean at speed like i it's not like i took off and it fell like i had gotten kind of up to speed and it left me yeah that's why it was rolling the other direction like so office floor like your house floor you maybe, know? yeah but you got crunchy asphalt yeah. you know it's hard and it's gnarly you know yeah. like the fact that it was sitting face down and this screen isn't <laughs> like bonkers. it's bonkers like 
it didn't shatter for one, but like not even, even a scratch, not even a scratch. No, I thought that was a scratch. Nope, no, nope. whatever the latest Victus two, I think, on the outer screen. Like it's it's whatever it is. Kudos. Which and also, frame, this case is nice. I know the frame is is steel. I think I'm pretty sure. I think it's stainless steel on most of it. So that that makes a difference too, right? It's steel. Like it might get a little nick or scratch in it, but it's not going to bend uh, nearly as much. So. I know it's a foldable, and I know there's a lot of moving pieces to it, which means it's probably um, a little less durable um, than just a slab smartphone. However, I mean, I, I think it's more durable than most people think it would be, and and that's a good thing. So, like, you need to still have your insurance on it or do whatever you're going to do to cover it in case you do destroy it or lose it or whatever. But at the same time, I really don't think you need to be delicate with it. Right. As long as you got it in a case. Now, if that wouldn't have had a case on it, it would oh, definitely yeah. be just the impact alone. Uh, but I think I think it's a combination probably of steel rails that are firmer. And then this is enough. The case was enough to absorb enough of the impact that it didn't give that over, you know. Or flip open. <laughs> and it stays cl- I mean, it, like, so it's 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 snapped closed tight. Yeah, it magnets yeah. itself closed pretty good. So I, yeah. Again, it makes me think that Google probably put this thing through the ringer a little bit in some of their testing, yeah. and, and that they they made some tweaks to make sure that it's not going to fall apart on you. Yeah, um, you know, and when you spend this much money on a phone, if you right. bought one, and now granted, all the carriers are giving you like a hundred bucks off or a thousand bucks off or nine hundred bucks off. So hopefully, you didn't spend the full price. But if yeah. you did, um, hopefully, this gives some people a yeah. little bit of peace of mind. Sure, because I know it's just I. I've had foldable phones before, and you do get used to it after a little bit. Like you, you get over like, oh God, right. I can't. You know, I can't. Let, I don't even want to set it down anywhere. You know, you have to get by that, or else using it's not ever going to be fun. Yeah, like you're not going to actually enjoy using the device if you're scared to touch it right. all the time. And so, our uh, phones are a, util- a, a utility. Like are. you, you got to got to be able to use it. Hundred percent. Have you seen? Um, I can't remember who it was. One of our one of our UK uh, friends shared the new honor um fisher got it his hands on it he did a review on it blanking on the name it's called super thin so thin okay so thin oh no no it's tech chap tech chap yeah tom tom yeah Yeah. and so yeah and it folds flat and and it it looks so thin thin. yep with Um, a a good size battery he said yeah i haven't watched the video yet because i'm like it'll it'll never come to the states so it doesn't matter to me Uh, but the tech is advancing which oh my is gosh cool, and that's is, the thing it's, it's advancing and it, that's why it's good that more companies are making stuff for the u.s because yeah um i feel like that market is starting to run away overseas for us you know and, and it's like crap like there's all these other options available in all these yeah. other markets and the u.s is just Oppose, like stalemate honor, yeah. stuck here so i can't wait to see one pluses i think theirs is going to be really impressive um uh, looks like i haven't written this yet but i saw it just a day or two ago uh, it looked like it leaked. It's going to be called the OnePlus Open. That's that's kind of cool. Kind of dig it. At first, I kind of like, like that. No, but I'm like, I love that they're I mean, like, stop saying fold. Everybody's saying fold. Like, and the Pixel Fold's going to take a bunch of that brand cash, and then the, the, the Galaxy Z Fold. Because, and they they point somebody pointed out whoever I read. They were like, it does kind of make sense. If you think about it. OnePlus Open. You're gonna, you open it. Yeah. To use the thing, you yeah. open it. When you fold it, when you're folding it, you're closing it down to put it away. It's like well, that's. And OnePlus, like OP, open, like, yeah. I don't know. That's It flows. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. solid. It's a good um, so I'm, I'm interested in it, especially yeah. at its price point, but it's going to be super duper thin too. Yeah. Um, With a, a better processor. Than yeah. That. Yeah, um, much better. You've written a few articles. We don't want to give away the full 
again, I don't think we've, I don't think it's a review. I think we're gonna do a like my thoughts on the like. I yeah. think we did that with kind of one like, of the pixel like phones. Dave, Dave TD just said we yeah. need to talk about this. Right? Yeah. It's, it, you've yeah. spent some time with it. For those who care about your opinion of phones, like yeah. here's some thoughts. I'm not a phone reviewer. You, uh, I don't want to position myself. Right. As one. Um, you've spent a little time with it, obviously, and you've written a few things. I can't remember what we've talked about on the show. So what, what's a yeah, quick rundown not, of a few things? We've not this? talked about too much. Um, and the only things I've written are web content being wonky on it. Um, and then this drop, um, you didn't so write I, about the gyro, did you? No. And I, I feel like I need to do a post on that just so that that's out there on the internet and maybe it coaxes whoever needs to fix it to fix it. But yeah, there, there, it's a whole mashup of things. Like I have all these weird conflicting thoughts about this device. Um, you know, I had to give that a solid two weeks to settle in. Cause I wanted to love it. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to like, not just love it, <laughs> but like be like, this is transformational. Like this is the best thing I've ever used. I love everything about it. Yeah, this I is new innovative. Yeah. I don't, I don't love everything about it. Um, but a lot of the things I don't love about it don't have anything to do with this phone. Um, so I don't want to like let Google off the hook on everything, but it's like the, the problem is not this phone. The problem is not this hardware. They didn't mess anything up. The problem mm. is the ecosystem around it. Um, and part of that comes down to web content, like reading, I don't know, probably 70% of the stuff on the web sucks on the inner screen. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Uh, that's, and that's no bueno. No, because it's, and it's in a weird spot. Um, and the Samsung, I guess, was this way too. I just, I didn't have it long enough to really get into this stuff. Um, if, if it's not formatted right, it's a bizarro form factor. So I had to go look up because I wanted to fix before I wrote that, I wanted to fix our site to yeah. make, you know, the, the media queries. If you know anything about CSS, like in, in mobile design, you gotta, you gotta use media queries to say, if it's this wide, do this thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I don't know what this thing's reporting as. Right. Like I can't tell exactly. It's clearly in between some stuff. And so it basically reports itself as what you would consider a very large phone, um, which is what it is technically. But I was kind of hoping it would report when it was in landscape mode on a similar way to, cause it's got enough pixels to do so. Cause it doesn't have anything to do with the actual pixels. It's, it's what the viewport is acting as if, cause you've got scaling and all that kind of stuff. Cause the inside of this thing's what a, like almost a quad HD display. If it reported as that, and then the browser just gave you exactly that, you wouldn't be able to see anything on the page. It'd be yeah, so small. It'd be tiny. Yeah. Uh, cause my monitor that's this big is quad HD as right. well. So, that what you can't just do that. Like it's got to scale itself and report as a different um, size, and then you know everything on the web now renders uh, clearly based on that stuff. Like these are all problems we've gotten over with mobile web, and we're good. But now it's just a matter of what is it telling the browser? Here's how big I am. Um, you can change. There's like three sliding settings on every phone for you know your resolution, so you can knock it down one and change some of that stuff. But it's not much. So the problem is. In landscape, it comes in at like 900 pixels width, which is a little smaller than the iPad and like an old school iPad mini, you know, in, in landscape, which is 1024 by 768. doesn't matter what the resolution is on your iPad. It's usually just double those numbers, but um, 1024 by 768 is what it's telling the browser it is so that everything doesn't get all tiny. And so this thing's like 900 or like 870 or something like that, which is this weird middle range in, in between, to where yeah. most browsers have not quite told it to go mobile, 
but it's not desktop anymore. It's not really tablet opt like, and so it just most things are just still like if the website has you know restructured itself to be a one column view, that's what you're getting. And now, in in the web designer's mind, they went, hey, by the time they get down to this size, it's going to be on a vertical, larger like a small tablet, like yeah. think of an iPad Mini kind of this way. So until you get to 768 pixels, that's what you're thinking. Like iPad mini in portrait mode, small amount of margin on the side, but most of it, like the screen size will, will make the content squeeze in. You don't want to create too much margin and have like this weird small column. So it's like, cool, that's, that's good. That's no good on here because <laughs> now you have a small margin, but a wide screen. And so your sentences go real long left to right. And there's a reason newspapers and magazines and stuff put things in columns. Uh-huh. Like there is a, a, a way that our brains are better at consuming, you know, left to right stuff. It's why when you open a book, it doesn't run the sentence across the entire book or across the entire magazine. It, it does this, you know, it columns things for a reason. And so you take that away and you got the, and yeah. nothing looks good. Like ads yeah. that normally would be smaller or box ads. Everything. Like, we don't know. What to yeah. do. it, it just doesn't look good. It's not a good experience. It's un, it's terrible to read. Like to the point where it's almost better I got to the point where I was opening like two Chrome instances ne- next to each other mm-hmm. just so it was half the phone. What's at that point? You well, might as well close it just, and use the outer yeah, screen. Might it's as well just have thing. a normal phone. So that's frustrating. That's not Google's fault. Right. Um, that's just a new form factor in the market. That's like, oh, <laughs> uh, people are like, damn it. How, another thing we got to <laughs> how gotta long, think about. How, how long did it take us to get uh, websites optimized for mobile? For mobile. And this is such a tiny yeah blip on so the radar it's just so a weird that's not gonna fix yeah um our site's better now yeah on the um <laughs> you know so it's all it is is creating if you're gonna keep it single you know if you're gonna have multiple layouts that you're gonna kind of flow into a single pane that's fine on this on this but you need to create some more margin so it feels more like a column of content exactly, in the middle. Yeah. so um that was that's a little off-putting um because I like to read a lot on my phone. You know, I consume a lot of web content on my phone. <laughs> and so then, it's like, uh, uh, this isn't great. And then books was having a yeah, and then similar kind of So Google issue, Play right? Books on on uh, the Galaxy Z Fold never had a problem with this because it opens up to portrait. Um, so it's when you open it this way as a book kind of shape, it's actually taller than it is wide, which creates a DPI thing where the columns, I don't know. I don't know what the thing is it, maybe the dpi is just different on that device mm-hmm. so you would think since i'm opening this in landscape for sure google play books is going to open up in a side-by-side view because it's got more room of course it's going to do that and it doesn't now if i turn the screen resolution down up whatever you want to call it, if i make everything smaller on the screen basically seeing presenting a higher resolution the next time I open up Playbooks, it'll be side by side. So it's a, clearly it's a DPI thing. So but the, Playbooks says if DPI is X, give me side by side. But there's no option to turn it on or off, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Amazon, like the Kindle reader, this is fun. You can tell it to do side by side, but it works perfectly. Um, and so if you want to hold it, you know, kind of book like, which I would not recommend if you're doing with white background, because that that white background gets you can see it on here like it's a weird it's almost bright because yeah. the, the screen's curved screens, yeah. uh, but on dark background it doesn't bother um, but if you open it this way you can do that but then the the page turn animation which thank you Amazon for adding that I for me I just I really enjoy that I like seeing the animated page turn it's one of the reasons I stuck with playbooks for a long time mm-hmm. I, I just like that it's a nice touch but their their page turn animation is the full screen 
So instead of it turning and like folding over to here, it turns <laughs> it both like, pages yeah. as one big page. As if you have it, you have it stapled in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's little stuff, yeah. I know, yeah. but yeah. those are things if you're that gonna... I was super looking forward to doing. Yeah. And then there's the gyroscope thing that Joe mentioned, like. Yeah. I don't know if it's on Google. Google put it on developers when I reached out and they said, no, no, no it's, you know, we, we've, we've reported this right. And so I'm, I don't understand why the app would even think anything Cause, different. Cause we see this on Chromebooks. And you said in the, the camera app, the gyro yeah, was working, see. right? No, it wasn't. No, it was not. Okay. So let's see. Let's see. So then that's on. So I'm going to open, I'm going to open the camera here. Or at least the developers of that app. Let's cut over to this. So it's, um, it looks like it's doing okay now. Yeah. Could have been an early little glitch. Well, no. No. Yeah, see, it's still thinking it's portrait. Like, why wouldn't it be going full screen this way? Yeah. Um, let me look. Let me do this. Let me go 16. Nope, see? Full image, immersive crop. So if I go, I'm going full image. Yeah, so show it to this. Show so it yeah, to I'm that camera I'm telling it full there. image right now, and you can see it's clearly doing a portrait. <laughs> so if I said full image right now, it should be... It should know that it's in a landscape setting. Because, um, again, if I go out to the outer screen and I tell it, let's see. I don't know, so full, yeah, so full image 4x3 is still a tall 4x3. It didn't yeah. turn it to the side here. Like, that would be stupid. It, it follows the flow of the phone in a 4x3 aspect. And so if it did the same thing here, doesn't it make sense that it would that be doing would be. it this way? Yeah. Um, and so clearly because this is an immersive crop all that's doing is chopping most of the image off <laughs> yeah i don't know what that like so the inner camera thing yeah. is weird and that tells me like I, i'm not sold that there's not something quite uh not quite right here because what's happening it's it's fairly simple when you think about it if if I, the phone is like this and what this is in a portrait like the gyro is telling it this is up okay and i open this way i'm now in a landscape mode so you've had the game, it you, you're holding it for those listening you're holding it regular just open it yeah, straight up. so opening it straight up it's now in a landscape orientation because it is wider than it is tall so when the game opens now think about it if i opened up call of duty holding my phone like this what do i have to do i have Rotate. to turn my phone exactly. i turn it 90 degrees to play so now i'm opening it it thinks up right you're going to turn that phone 90 degrees right when you play right that's what you're going to do right <laughs> So now I open it, open the game up. Well, the game goes, oh, no, we're already in landscape. We don't need to rotate. The gyro is like, no, they're going to rotate at 90 degrees, and I don't do that. Well, guess what? It's 90 degrees off, and that's exactly what you see. Tilting up and down, tilt you left and right, tilting left and right, tilt you up and down. So we've seen that for years on Chromebooks with Android apps. Like you, Because if, if you look deep into the code for Chromebooks, any screen that's going to be on a tablet always gets registered like deep in the system level it's the the smaller number, longer number. So it actually gets registered instead of if it's a 1080p screen. It doesn't get registered as a 1920 by 1080. It gets registered as a 1080 by 1920. Up so and down that, is for whatever reason that's the default orientation. I have no idea. I guess that makes sense though, because the I don't know. I don't know why that is done. There's probably a reason for it, um, but for whatever reason. That's the same thing is happening here. And so one game, Call of Duty, mobile, doesn't seem to care. But it's the same on Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. Chromebooks that every other game the gyro's off 90 degrees on, Call of Duty's like, don't care. 
So somewhere, Call of Duty is, I don't know, asking. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Asking maybe the at an OS level which way's up versus the other games are maybe just saying on a system level which way's up. They're not actually asking the OS for the gyro orientation. I don't know. Yeah. I just know Call of Duty has never had an issue on any Chromebook. Every other game does, and it's the exact same thing here, which is super frustrating because I like using gyro on games, and it's like, well, I can't do that on this. So, and it's tensor two, you know, it's okay for gaming. It's not great. So that's why I think there's a chance uh, if OnePlus handles this a little bit better, if it can handle games really well, uh, that would enhance my enjoyment of the device because I like playing those kind of games on tablets. Yeah. And this is clearly a tablet. Well, it's like you've got this nice big screen. It's you fantastic. Wanna, you you can see better, too. and it's an immersive thing. Uh, but, you know, there's all the upsides to it, too. Like, we watched a whole episode of uh, a Netflix show my wife and I watched. We were hadn't watched it in forever, and we're like, uh, where were we on that? And so we, I, pull, I was pulling up episodes just to figure out where we were. Got sucked into the show and watched two episodes laying in bed. Yeah. And me holding this thing up in right. front of us. But it's this huge immersive screen, you know, and the speakers are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like... That part's awesome. And when websites are laid out right, that's awesome. And playing some of the games that I play, like Wordle or, you know, yeah. basic things, that yeah. stuff's great too. Right. Like there's, it's it's all this, this is great and this kind of sucks. And then I just don't have those killer, like, oh, I have to open the screen for this. <laughs> but when it, when it works and you open the screen, there's this like, wow, kind of moment yeah, to sure. it. So it's I'm back and forth with it. Yeah. Um, so it'll be an interesting uh, video. It's going to have to be scripted because... Or bullet points, for sure, yeah. Something. I, I just have too much to say yeah. on this one. Um, well, and it's just weird, too, because uh, as much as, you know, any other tech lately, I think we've all been, and especially you, given some of your experience with foldables in the past, really looking forward to this one. <laughs> big time. <laughs> like, 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 really big, hyped big, on big this. Time. You know, slab smartphones, we've talked about it before, are are fairly stagnant, and there's not a lot of craziness happening there. So, oh, here's this new thing. Here's right. this exciting thing. Like, you want to just get it and love it. And, uh, I, I, it's, but that's the weird part. It's like, it's not like, and I don't, man. I just, I'm not feeling it. Like, well, as I've kept it in my pocket, like, I took my SIM out of it. And I'm going to tell this in the review. Like, I was so just kind of like, ugh frustrated with it a little bit that I was like, I don't know, but I, I'll do the review using around the office. And then after like two or three days, I was like, I can't, I can't do that. Like I can't not, I can't objectively you almost put yourself through I it have to, to, to force to, myself yeah. into it. And as I kind of got over the hump of getting used to carrying it, like the size of it and all that kind of stuff, does it like, I don't even think about that anymore. Yeah. Um, and the, the outer screen, it's so funny. Like we talked about, one of the biggest things, the biggest hangups for me was the the outer screen on the Z Fold being just un, almost unusable and being frustrating. And I told everybody then, and I'll still say it again, you will use the outer screen on this device more than you expect to. You will. You won't open it for everything. Uh, typing is another one. <laughs> Opening it up, split keyboard, that's nice. But I swipe type. So I'm still faster closing it up and, and responding. <laughs> or I can swipe all the way across oh, this tablet. Oh, boy. Like, that's so ridiculous. And so it's like... Yeah. I, Again, there's a hundred little things, but you know, the outer screen on this is so good. I end up, I was in bed last night, so I was sitting there scrolling through and reading news and stuff and I didn't even have it open. I'm like, I guess I should open it. Like that's, 
a weird feeling to have. Like I got this like power underneath here to do yeah. something cool. And yeah, I you're don't just feel using compelled. a small phone. Yeah, basically. I don't feel compelled to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's a much smaller phone than yeah. I would normally carry. Right. So it's a yeah. weird spot. So I'm looking forward to getting the. That's why I want to kind of script this one so that I can kind of get all my thoughts out and and have them there. Uh, and then like let you handle this for a little while. And yeah. I'm curious to see what someone else's thoughts are because you're going to have to get used to it for yeah. sure. It will be a – like you're going to have to probably give yourself a week to well, – just don't even collect your opinions for a week. Just yeah. get over just, it. Just, and then you'll right. start going, okay, I see Yeah, because it's like – it's almost like, you, yeah, you have to get through that just like – It's a transition. The, the basic transition of it. Same as like when we got – Kenny on Android, you know, yeah. it's like you you, you got to get through the basics. Because you first. immediately have that, like, oh nope, nope, it's too yeah. different. I don't like it because our phones are so utilitarian. Right. Like, you just want to pick it up and use it, right. and that's where I've gotten with smartphones. That's why I'm not a smartphone reviewer, and I don't want to review smartphones. Yeah. Like, I just want it to work yeah. good. I want to play games on it, and I want kinda, it to feel nice in my hand. And I I don't want to think about it much after that. I kind of want to get the nothing phone too oh, I love <laughs> i'm not gonna lie dude i, love I watched i watched a few videos last night and pretty pumped about it i think it's cool looking that um, looks very interesting it does um and i like that it, yeah it's not a google a google looking ui at all no but it's also a, an intriguing enough like they're, they're caring about those attention mm-hmm. to details it's it's not that i love google's super colorful blobby kind of thing like it, it is what it is I just like their attention to detail yeah. with it. Like all the animations, the yeah. way it moves, the, it feels it's alive. It's the flow. It's the flow of and it. And I think yeah. it looks like they've kind of like, done that with yeah. nothing. It's a different version of that right. whole idea, but a uh, pretty yeah. cool one. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's Carl Pei getting to kind of do his thing. Who's the, the the main guy at OnePlus now? I get him and cause Carl, Carl is the old mm-hmm. OnePlus guy. I think, yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm not sure who... Uh, yeah, blanking on it. Pete Lau. Ah, Pete Lau. Yeah. 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 They all have like single syllable names. Yep. Um, yeah, Pete Lau and Carl Pei. Um, so yeah, Carl Pei, um, I feel like nothing is the company he probably wanted OnePlus mm-hmm. to be, but yeah, OnePlus so. was always attached at the hip to Oppo. So I'm sure he was always on a short leash mm-hmm. on a lot of things. And so it's like he had to, he's <laughs> gotten to go now do his can own. only innovate as far as uh, Oppo wants to innovate. Yeah. Yeah. And Oppo, you know, is a successful company and right. make really cool stuff. And yeah. so, and I think, you know, they've done to their credit, this is going a little off on a tangent, but to their credit, they took over OnePlus, you know, and left OnePlus as the brand. And for a couple years there, I was like, OnePlus is, they're going to kill it. Yeah. It's, it's going to die because it has become nothing of what it was. You know, this, flagship you know destroyer and you know scruffy startup kind of thing like they've lost all of that and they're not good at being a flagship company they're just not good at it um they've completely changed that like the one plus pad looks great i have no need for it and i still kind of want to mess with one i really do like i'm like that looks cool and the one plus 11 like they got rid of the uh pro and t you know it's just one plus 11 and it's getting reviewed great and it's same it's kind of like with the nothing phone like for the price, I kind of want kinda to try interesting. it. Like I it looks know, great, but it's just going to be another great slab smartphone. Right. So it's like, yeah, I, if, I have if, one if again. Of those. If if our phones are this kind of utilitarian thing, it's for a us window now. to your apps. Yeah, now. like, yeah. yeah. And so I'm, I've got that, you know, Samsung S23 Ultra. Like, other than a few different things of the UI, it's not really yeah. going to change the experience <laughs> right. that much. Like, yeah. there's no point in doing right. it. And so maybe I'm growing up as a person. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Unless it's going to do something really crazy different, I'm not that interested in right. flopping phones around and selling this and doing all that junk right yeah. now. Um, but the Nothing Phone 2 does have my attention. It, it looks... And it's like processors are so fast now. Like mm-hmm. I've seen some people like, well, it's the you know, Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's going to be... It's also proven. It's, it's going to be great. Right. And it's going to be super fast because all the phones that have that in it are super fast. And yeah. The Gen 2 is better at heat dissipation and stuff yeah. like that, but it's not wildly faster. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, like the Glyph stuff, it looks really that interesting. Looks... I like the idea of being able to turn the phone over, and I love a, 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 a thing that tells you only when certain things, like I only have a couple notifications that come to my watch. So yeah. when my watch buzzes, I usually know it's something I need to pay attention Same. to. Like, yep. And I love that. I love being able to set my phone down and not look at it. I like losing my phone at home. I like forgetting where I left my phone. Um, I don't, I don't struggle with the whole, my phone's in my face all the time. I just, I don't, um, I like putting it away. And mm-hmm. like, even when we're here, I don't mind leaving it on my desk yeah. and hit golf balls and go write some articles and I'll pick it up two hours later and be like, Ooh, I guess right. I should check some stuff and make sure yeah. that I'm not missing completely missing out. But, uh, but I do like the idea that, you know, at dinner or whatever, being able to set it to the side and if that pops up, like I need to probably pay attention to that. Like that's I'm disconnected, but I'm also not completely just and, floating out in space. Yeah. You know, and this is the 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 LEDs that are built mm-hmm. into the back of the phone, so you can the developers they've opened it up to where developers can um, leverage that and give you you know well the notification thing. So the one little glyph up at the top, like that's built into the OS, so you can yeah. tell it what is allowed to notify you there. But like the little the bar, stuff, bar yeah, there's like two apps that yeah. work with it and. Let's be honest, it's probably going to be two apps for a while. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people are going to jump to, unless they sell a bunch of these somehow. Um, yeah. They, he said they moved the Nothing Phone sold 870,000 units. That's that's more than I thought, That's impressive. to be honest. For a I've never startup seen, company, you never, I've never seen one in the wild. I've, yeah. And they're not at carriers, so. That's pretty solid. That. That's very solid. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they'll, I, they'll probably crest over a million with this newer one. Yeah. Um, cause it's still very inexpensive for a mm-hmm. very considered phone. It's what? 600 bucks. Yeah. So I'm like, that's got a mid range price. It's and got a iPhone vibe. Yeah. It looks, sure. it looks gorgeous. It I just, looks really nice. Um, yeah. So anywho, smartphone stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll maybe like, maybe next week, maybe we can tackle that next week. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to get it done next week. Yeah. I'm going to at least write the script or whatever it is I'm going to put on paper. Yeah. Like the thoughts will be collected next week. That I way love, I can, I'm ready to go back to us. I love the idea of, of trying the kind of Dave 2D video, having it like you being able to either have a script or have bullet points, but have it in front of you and still be like messing with it maybe. And yeah. then we still film some B roll maybe, but then like that's kind of the, the main chunk yeah. of the video. Could be cool. We'll see. Not sure yet, but I think that's it for this week. We appreciate you all tuning in and listening and watching. If you are watching over on the YouTubes, the tubes, <laughs> ha, ha, there you go. You can wave, yeah, <laughs> wave to both cameras. You never know. Never know which one it is. Uh, make sure to give us, uh, if you made it this far, please, please just do one little extra thing. Go down there and give You're us a thumbs up. Click that's subscribe. Thing. That's two things. Andy. Three things. Ring the notification Ring the notification bell. Three things. Maybe leave a comment too. <laughs> Four things, but one one main thing. Yeah, do all those things. The main thing that you need to do is those things. Those things. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Go do that. Forward. If you do that, 
oh man, I'm about to bring Paul in here. He's over in the other room because well, there's yeah, no sunlight. We're blacked out. <laughs> there's no sunlight. It's, it's detrimental to Paul the plant. Has, Paul has some new soil. He's, he's looking great. Up. Yeah, he's, he's he's beast mode, man. He is beast mode. He's it's it's summer. He's getting his summer bod ready. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's ready for the day. Like, put me outside. Wait, God, yeah. it's hot. Yeah. No, ah. no, bring me back in. All right, all right. We appreciate you all tuning in, watching, listen. We'll catch you next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.